Section 41 of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia as the narrator. Jim Locke as Hubert. Devorah Allen as first executioner. And Thomas Peter as Arthur. The World Story, Volume 9, England. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 41. Prince Arthur and the Keeper Hubert. About 1200. By William Shakespeare. The following scene from Shakespeare's King John shows how one of John's attempts to get rid of his little nephew was foiled by the kindness and daring of the Keeper Hubert. The Editor. A room in a castle. Enter Hubert and executioners. Heat me these irons hot and look thou stand within the arras when i strike my foot upon the bosom of the ground rush forth and bind the boy which you shall find with me fast to the chair be heedful hence and watch i hope your warrant will bear out the deed uncleanly scruples fear not you look to it excellent executioners young lad come forth i have to say with you enter arthur good morrow hubert good morrow little prince as little prince having so great a title to be more prince as may be you are sad indeed i have been merrier mercy on me methinks nobody should be sad but i yet i remember when i was in france young gentlemen would be as sad as night only for wantonness by my christendom so i were out of prison and kept sheep i should be as merry as the day is long and so i would be here but that i doubt my uncle practises more harm to me he is afraid of me and i of him is it my fault that i was geoffrey's son no indeed it is not and i would to heaven i were your son so you would love me hubert hubert aside if i talk to him with his innocent prate he will awake my mercy which lies dead therefore i will be sudden and dispatch are you sick hubert you look pale to-day in sooth i would you were a little sick that i might sit all night and watch with you i warrant i love you more than you do me hubert aside his words do take possession of my bosom read here young arthur showing a paper aside how now foolish room turning dispiteous torture out of door i must be brief lest resolution drop out at mine eyes in tender womanish tears can you not read it is it not fair writ too fairly hubert for so foul effect must you with hot irons burn out both mine eyes young boy i must and will you and i will have you the heart when your head did but ache i knit my handkerchief about your brows the best i had a princess wrought at me and i did never ask at you again and with my hand at midnight held your head and like the watchful minutes to the hour still and anon cheered up the heavy time saying what lack you, and where lies your grief, or what good love may I perform for you? 
Many a poor man's son would have lain still and ne'er have spoke a loving word to you. But you at your sick service had a prince. Nay, you may think my love was crafty love and call it cunning. Do, and if you will, if heaven be pleased that you must use me ill, why then you must. Will you put out mine eyes? These eyes that never did nor never shall so much as frown on you. I have sworn to do it, and with hot irons must I burn them out. <sighs> None but in this iron age would do it. The iron of itself, though heat red hot approaching near these eyes, would drink my tears and quench his fiery indignation even in the matter of mine innocence. Nay, after that, consume away in rust but for containing fire to harm mine eye. Are you more stubborn hard than hammered iron? And if an angel should have come to me and told me Hubert should put out mine eyes, I would not have believed him. No tongue but Hubert's. Come forth. Stamps. Re-enter executioners with a cord, irons, etc. Do as I bid you do. Save me, Hubert, save me. My eyes are out even with the fierce looks of these bloody men. Give me the iron, I say, and bind him here. Alas, what need you be so boisterous rough? I will not struggle. I will stand stone still. For heaven's sake, Hubert, let me not be bound. Nay, hear me, Hubert, drive these men away, and I will sit as quiet as a lamb. I will not stir, nor wince, nor speak a word, nor look upon the iron angrily. Thrust but these men away, and I'll forgive you whatever torment you do put me to. Go, stand within, let me alone with him. I am best pleased to be from such a deed. Exeunt executioners. Alas, I then have chid away my friend. He hath a stern look, but a gentle heart. Let him come back, that his compassion may give life to yours. Come, boy, prepare yourself. Is there no remedy? None, but to lose your eyes. Oh, heaven, there were but a mote in yours, a grain, a dust, a gnat, a wandering hair, any annoyance in that precious sense. Then, feeling what small things are boisterous there, your vile intent must needs seem horrible. Is this your promise? Go to, hold your tongue. Hubert, the utterance of a brace of tongues must needs want pleading for a pair of eyes. Let me not hold my tongue, let me not, Hubert, or oh, Hubert, if you will, cut out my tongue, so I may keep mine eyes. Spare mine eyes, though to no use but still to look on you. Lo, by my troth the instrument is cold and would not harm me. I can heed it, boy. No, in good sooth, the fire is dead with grief, being created for comfort, to be used in undeserved extremes. See us yourself. There is no malice in this burning coal. The breath of heaven hath blown his spirit out and strewed repentant ashes on his head. But with my breath I can revive it, boy. And if you do, you will but make it blush and glow with shame of your proceedings, Hubert. Nay, it perchance will sparkle in your eyes, and like a dog that is compelled to fight, snatch at his master that doth tar him on. All things that you should use to do me wrong deny their office. Only you do lack that mercy which fierce fire and iron extends, creatures of note for mercy lacking uses. 
well see to live i will not touch thine eye for all the treasure that thine uncle owes yet am i sworn and i did propose boy with this same very iron to burn them out now you look like hubert all this while you were disguised peace no more adieu your uncle must not know but you are dead i'll fill these dogged spies with false reports and pretty child sleep doubtless and secure that hubert for the wealth of all the world will not offend thee oh heaven i thank you hubert silence no more go closely in with me much danger do i undergo for thee Exeunt. end of section forty one this recording is in the public domain